for English, press 1. For Stan and Bruce, press 2. Thank you for pressing 2. And now, here are your hosts, Stan and Bruce. Welcome to episode 30 of the Press 2 Podcast. Hey, Bruce, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Why did it take you like five minutes to like say hi back? I don't know. Are you frozen? <laughs> oh, something's going on. I don't know. It's very weird. I don't know. We have a guest today, you guys. It's our 30th episode, too. We're 30. And hey, we're 30. <clears throat> and our insurance I, I, rate went down, didn't it? Doesn't it go down? I don't know. Oh, well, it should have went well, down. We have no insurance. But, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So, you know, I, I named this week like um, Listener Appreciation Week. I just did that just now. And so I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys remember um, we we ran we ran a contest a few months ago and somebody won the contest by the name of Ivan. And yeah, um, they actually participated. So, yeah, he actually participated. And you know how Bruce feels about the participation if you listen last week. Um, so. I'm just going to go ahead and let Bruce introduce the guest today. Yeah. So Ivan, we, hi, Ivan. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, <laughs> we've been friends for how long now? Like, um, I want to say since 2006, that since 2006? I requested you on MySpace. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it was like a MySpace friendship type of thing. And then, uh, he came to Dallas and I was like, He's like, hey, you want to hang out or something like that? So I drove down to Dallas because I was living in Tulsa and we hung out um, with your cousin, right? And stuff. And uh, we went like shopping and it was just fun. And I was like, okay, so he's not a creep. I'm still alive. Like, <laughs> but it wasn't like that. <laughs> well, that was a lovely introduction. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I let Bruce handle the introduction because, but no, real talk, though, like, um, yeah, I've gone so down just to so you guys know, I'm not a serial yeah. murderer and I'm not a serial rapist. <laughs> that was a Thanks, pretty Bruce. fucked up intro. You you are are not a killer. <laughs> okay, let's rewind and like Ivan uh, is such a fun friend. Um, I've his mom is really fun too. Hi, Ivan. Um, and. I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, he likes to listen to the podcast and we figure like, why not just bring him on? And he actually participated in the contest. And so, but he's out in Cali and, um, I don't know. Is there anything you want to let us know about yourself or? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I moved to Dallas back in 2004 or five. And, um, at that time I was just looking more for our friends. So that's when I requested you, even though you were in fucking butt ass Oklahoma. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, you were, you know, just down to, to meet up. And even when I moved back to Cali, um, you were down to come out here and you met some, some of my friends and you've been back a few times. So that was really cool. But yeah. Um, yeah, I just I, I've been listening to your podcast and it's just really fun. And I'm just very muy, muy excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> let's get on to um, <clears throat> pop topics. <laughs> Today in pop topics. We oh, do yeah. a tongue tongue pop. Pop. Can you do a tongue pop? Can you do a tom no, pop? That gives me chills every time. <laughs> what doing a tom pop? Not right now. I've been drinking mimosas, girl. <laughs> my tongue is drunk, girl. <laughs> oh my god! In pop topics today, uh, I have um, a few people. So we have Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton's, um, you know, she says she doesn't know if she's going to accept the Medal of Freedom award from Joe Biden. After she declined the award twice from Trump, she was on the Today Show with Hoda and Jenna. And she said, well, I actually have to be honest in all fairness. Um, I got a I got offered the Freedom Award from the Trump administration and I couldn't accept it because my husband was ill. Then they asked me again about it and I wouldn't travel because of covid. So now I feel like if I take it, I'll be doing politics. So I'm not sure. 
So I think, but yeah, that's what she said. Um, she's not really, she hasn't been the <laughs> biggest fan of Donald Trump. So I don't know. Any thoughts on that? No. Okay. Moving on to Gail King. Um, I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. I did want to say, I did want to say she did like, in all fairness, like, Regardless of side politics, I think she like, I mean, didn't she give a million dollars for the uh, one of the vaccines? I, I forget right. which one it was. One and of them. So I think in this. Yeah, I think by her doing this, because, you know, like a virus, you can't politicize. Well, I mean, technically you can politicize. <laughs> we saw okay. what happened last year. But um, I feel like in a way that's just her way of saying, like, I actually don't care about it because I know who I am. And so, like, I'm just going to remain partial. And but we know, like, I mean, you know, for God's sake, like she said that if she died, she would want to come back and be a drag queen. So. I that kind of just says a lot. <laughs> I thought you were going to say digress. Um, no, I don't. So good for her. <laughs> uh, Gail King. OK, so Gail King has a daughter named Kirby. Kirby got married recently um, and she was lucky enough to have it done at Oprah Winfrey Santa Barbara estate because of the restrictions due to the pandemic. Oprah opened up her home for them. Um, they had a very small guest list. It was Oprah, Stedman, Gail and Kirby's brother, who also officiated the nuptials. So lucky <laughs> her. She got to get married at Oprah Winfrey's house. Um, you remember that guy? Uh, I can't. Is it Silento? You know, he did the Nene, the Watchmen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you heard about him this week, right? Anybody hear about him? Girl, we watched him whip, we watched him Nene, and here is a corny (laughs) joke. Now we're going to watch his ass go to jail because he got arrested and charged (laughs) with the murder of his own cousin. He was arrested this past Monday in DeKalb County, Georgia. If you guys don't know where DeKalb County is, it's basically suburban Atlanta. On January 21st, his cousin, uh, Frederick Rooks, he was 34, was found shot after responding to a 3.30 a.m. shots fire call. Salento was also arrested in August for assault with a deadly weapon. He's been he got accused in the Valley Village area of L.A. Um, He walked in swinging a hatchet and the two people inside had to disarm him. Um, The day before that arrest, he had been held on domestic violence charges in Santa Ana, California. Um, And then also in October, he was arrested for allegedly driving 143 miles per hour in um, Atlanta. That sounds Um, like an episode of Housewives, girl. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard of him since I was in Texas. And that was like, again, 0504. (laughs) Yeah, when he had his song. (laughs) Now he's back in the news. I don't even know. But that's that's the only thing he had, right? It was like a one hit wonder. Basically. One hit song type of thing. So it's like a one hit song and multiple felonies. Yeah, Yeah, it was like the Macarena. (laughs) Well, except the Macarena didn't get you like arrested. (laughs) I (laughs) I got that. (laughs) We have anything else to say about talking about the silent this this, this little yeah this little rapper. Uh, No, are we done with him? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've been it, done with him, Sam. Okay, he's been. <laughs> he's, <laughs> it's above us now. <laughs> okay, we're over it. Okay. It's below us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, Khloe Kardashian was in the news, and this is the most stupid news ever. And like at this point, I'm like very like irritated with people on the internet. I just say um, people are mad at Khloe Kardashian uh, the other day. If it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before. She used a tan scan emoji in a, in a post on Instagram. Um, and people got mad because it was a brown emoji <laughs> saying, why is she doing this? She did this during Black History Month. She know what she's doing. And I'm just like, man, leave the fucking girl alone. They're trying to like say she's like appropriating emojis now. So Chloe later posted and said that I've been looking everywhere and literally can't find one fuck to give. I am exhausted. I'll never understand how bored and unhappy some people can be. 
I am someone who never comments something unless it's positive. I believe in uplifting and com- complimenting one another. Who has the time, child? Time is precious, boo. I'm spending it on happy things. I just think they need to leave the girl alone. I mean, well, I mean, go ahead, Bruce. <clears throat> no, go ahead. You're the guest. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I mean, besides after that ladies first, but you're the guest. <laughs> okay, no. After the atrocious introduction, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's. I mean, I think she's right. I mean, if she portrayed as a white em- emoji, would she be appropriating white culture? I mean, I don't, I don't she's not it. technically white. I mean, like, and it wasn't even like the one on the iPhone. It was like the Twitter. You know, one. she doesn't have an Android. So, uh, no, but what I'm saying, it was like the Twitter <laughs> emoji. They had screenshot. You know, Twitter changes it. So it looks different when it's through the Twitter oh. app. Okay. And so it wasn't even like the clear one. It was like just someone with tan skin. I don't know. Le- uh, I, it's I just hella know. petty, dude. It's it's way hella petty. It's just, well, I'm like biased on. because I don't really like any of their family <laughs> or anything like that. And for them to be like, you know, I feel attacked, whatever. You're a celebrity. Like you're a public person. You know this yeah, is going to yeah, happen. Candy. But it's yeah, still I mean, stupid yeah. to, over a, a, an emoji. But you know, Come like, on, we're living like, basically in the age to where you can't really say or do or post almost anything because regardless of what you do, even if it's like a positive thing, like someone, mm-hmm. someone's going to be mad about it. There's going to be a l- backlash and people are like, oh, we're going to cancel you. And I'm just like, it's fucking social media. Like, it's I not just real life. She and has I the think, right to be upset. Right. I mean, she does have the right to be upset, but at the same time, it's like, sis, really? You're living because of this, people. You're making money through this tweet, even. So why are you bitching about it? Because money, that's not, you think she's, she's not worried about money. Are you serious? How many faces has she gone through? Oh my God. But you know, this girl is like, (laughs) but this girl does not care about how much money that post cost her. She said she doesn't need that. Like, you know, prayer does not fix face like that. And prayer does not like, yeah. So she needs that money. I just think (laughs) that any attention is good attention. You know, I I think that's what she's thinking. At this point it's why not fuel the flames? And it's like, yeah. But I mean, whatever. the show is gone, but her face is still, her tan face is still there. So there you go. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. <laughs> Cardi B. Okay, so Cardi B released a single up this week. And now she's getting accused of ripping off the song. There's a song called Stuck by these two New Jersey rappers. Their name is Mir um, Pesos and Mir Fontaine. The, and um, I don't know one of them. I think it was Fontaine or Pesos. He he posted and said, They're "My cousins, they they still in. <laughs> we want our money." And then in response, you know, Cardi saw it. So Cardi said, "From August seventh, I've been working on this. Sorry, little boy, never heard of you." And she spelled oh, heard H U R D. And um, but the songs by Stuck, that song called Stuck was released in September. Yeah. But Mr. or Mir Fontaine claimed that they previewed the track via YouTube on August 6th. So they posted it on August 6th. Cardi says she's been working on it since August 7th. <laughs> <laughs> So Cardi B gave a curse. Okay, so Cardi B was on live last night. I don't know if you guys saw it. Cardi B went on Instagram live and she said, I am the type of person where I don't go to court. If I jack something from somebody, I pay them. But she later said, if you feel in a certain type of way about it, we can take it to court. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out of here. And then she also pointed out that she's not a producer. So if someone has issues with the beat, they can take it up with them. When it comes to the drama, she said, it doesn't even bother me. So it sounds like, I don't know. She's like throwing it on the producer. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it makes it sound like maybe she. But that's the reality of things though, because the producer produces a beat and then they're like, Hey, we need some lyrics for this beat. But it's just funny because she just kind of no, no, she's throwing it under the bus. But you know (laughs) what? That is the kind of power she has right now. She has the power to be like, you know, it's not my fault. It's the producer's fault. And even if there's an agreement, like the producers have to be knowledgeable that that sound is not ripped off. 
because at the end of the day, it just comes back on the celebrity. Like, for example, Miley Cyrus, I think she was for um, a party in the USA or something like that. Like that was a produce like she co-wrote it, but it was produced. So like the producers are the ones who are like responsible for this. So she is right. Um, but that's what I'm saying. She has the power to say, I don't give a fuck and I can go through this because she's at that level right now. Like, can you imagine being at that level to where you're just saying this kind of shit, like without getting backlash or without being dropped by your label type of stuff? I don't know. Oh, is that for me or I, uh... I that was for both of you guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, which is right. I mean, there's so many hands that go into making right. a, a hit single from the writers to, to, to the producer, to the artists themselves and to put everything on Cardi. I mean, it's just right. It is what it is. So, I mean, but she's the moneymaker. She's the one that, you know, gets the likes, gets the views, gets everything. So, I mean, I get it, but, but who are these little boys? I don't, I have no idea. I didn't compare yeah. I didn't have time to compare cause I already heard up, but I wanted to listen to their song and compare it to see if I heard a similarity. But you know, this same thing happened uh, years ago with Robin Thicke with that. I, you know, that song that was real popular. Oh, and Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Yeah. And then Marvin yeah. Gaye, they, you know, Marvin yeah. Gaye's estate sued them and won, you know, but it was like, yeah. you know, it's like the same thing. At some point, you guys are going to start reusing people's music because I mean, yeah. there's only I mean, so many beats yeah. that can come. But it did really sound like Marvin Gaye's song. So I don't know why they didn't think that <laughs> Gotta Give It Up didn't sound like that. I mean, but. Oh, well, uh, Bruce. <laughs> The Golden Globes, honey, you had some, you had some Golden Globes drama that you wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, do you guys watch the Golden Globes? I do sometimes. I do not. You do not. What about you, Ivan? Um, it's been years. It's been years. Okay, so apparently I'm the only, <laughs> you know, old ass person that still watches the Golden Globes. But um, I just kind of wanted it's to bring rigged. up that the nominations came out this week. And there was some backlash for a few movies, uh, including one of Sia's, which Maddie Ziegler, Ziegler, she plays a girl with autism or within the autism spectrum. Um, and it's not an illness, it's a disability. I learned that. And so there's people within uh, that community that um, are mad that she got the Golden Globe nomination, not her herself, but Kay Hudson and the movie, um, because of how it's being portrayed. I guess there's some scenes there that are so harsh, you know, quote unquote, whatever. But, um, so Sia apologized and she deleted her, her Twitter account. And she said that, um, she wanted to, because she also, I mean, she suffers from, um, mental illness, which is like PTSD correlated to that and some other stuff that she's been very vocal about. And so that's why she wanted to make this movie called music. Um, and then so, but you know, People didn't like it. And she said she was going to delete those scenes and she apologized. And even after she did that, people were like, you need to like uh, not accept your global, uh, um, your Golden Globes nomination if you really do care about us. And I'm like, at this point, it's just like people are just reaching for something that's they're like plungers at this point. Like, you know how to plunger just brings up all shit or just tries to bring up shit that it's not even related. So whatever. Well, it unclogs. Yeah. It unclogs <laughs> it, whatever. <laughs> or they're trying, you know, they're trying to reach for something that's, that's not there. And the only thing they're doing first. is, you know, pulling a muscle type of shit. <laughs> so, um, that's one of the dramas with the golden Globes. The other drama that I personally have against, whatever and you know my opinion doesn't really matter but have you guys watched that show i know you didn't stand but did you ivan um i may destroy you did you watch it no i haven't no it's an hbo mm -hmm. um it's from uh michaela cole which she was also in chewing gum uh i don't know if you ever watched that show but the show basically it's really good um it kind of touches based on what happened to her in real life which uh she was uh it talks about rape basically and uh she was uh a, her drink was adultered i forget the word uh, roofie she was roofied basically um mm. and then not only her experience but her her gay best friend on the show something similar does happen to him. So it touches not only on like, I guess the straight or, you know, typical what you would consider that abuse, but it also goes into like, you know, the gay aspect and how it can affect. So it was a really well done show. Um, and it just touches on a lot of things like, um, 
you know, trauma and depicting it kind of like in a comedic way, but not making fun of it. So it's, it's an awesome show. Um, she did not receive a single nomination and I understand the Golden Globes work on, um, ratings, right? Like however many people want to watch it, like all this other stuff, but, um, yeah. And so people are having an issue because, uh, what's the new show on Netflix? Some Emily in Paris. I don't know if you guys have watched it. <laughs> yes. She received a nomination. And even the writer from mm-hmm. Emily in Paris said that she called out, she shouted out to Michaela, Michaela Cohen saying that her show was incredible and she doesn't understand why this nomination happened. So the writer of Emily in Paris is saying this through Twitter. And so, uh, there's a little bit of a backlash for that because the show did not have as much, uh, marketing as it should. And it's, and it's something, you know, it's Emily in Paris or whatever. It's, and yeah, it's not, white, there's no whatever. substance. There's it's no not... substance to it. <laughs> yeah. And so this show, you know, uh, I may destroy you is not only about substance, but it's about real life. So it's not just entertainment. And so I feel like, and it's obviously a subject that needs to be talked about and dealt with because that leads to multiple factors of people not dealing with, you know, PTSD or trauma or something. And so anyway, it's a great show. If you guys need to watch it, it's on HBO and that was only on the Golden Globes. I may or may not watch. So whatever. And what show was it um, on, on HBO? I May Destroy You. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I just bummed it off of my uh, sister-in-law, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Was there any other topics that you wanted to bring on, Ivan? Or? Um, I don't know, dude. I, ever since 2021, it's been starting. Everything from the Azalea Banks boiling her cat to the Armin <laughs> hey, Hammer. Okay, hold on. I didn't know trying. about that. Talk, talk to me about that one. <laughs> she boiled her cat? cat? I forgot about that. You yes. didn't know about that? Yeah. She boiled her cat. Oh. Yeah, girl. Okay, I knew that. I right. told you that I, that girl was crazy, but whatever. No. <laughs> I know, but she has good music. I know. <laughs> but aside from that, she um, allegedly, because I don't want to get sued, but allegedly, <laughs> she went ahead and, and she uh, she went ahead and posted an Instagram video, mm-hmm. and um, she basically dug up her dead cat. Now you guys can correct me if, I, if I'm wrong, but she dug up her, her her dead cat. She did, and she boiled it mm-hmm. and she was just like had her like in a fucking cauldron girl just like twirling it around like like hocus it was pocus creepy it was as fuck insane and i and i allegedly she's been doing these kind of like chance rituals for a while now yeah she oh, it's, it's she insane. actually also bought uh, a skull of a deceased person somehow and she has it in her house and she oh and her cat like she boiled her cat, but then she skinned it and she has the skull still of the cat. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what she's been going through. I mean, she's crazy. We know she's crazy. We've been knew she's crazy, but we were like, yeah. we didn't know that we were this crazy. So. Yeah. But Anna Wintour is fire, though. That's a good ass song. <laughs> I, Anna Wintour, yeah. 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 But I mean, and then the whole army hammer thing where he's allegedly trying to eat his, uh, his, uh, girlfriends. Have oh, you guys yes, heard about yes, that? From, yes. Yeah. That's it's crazy. the year of the cannibal girl. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that, that meme that, uh, I guess is a picture of him and the guy from, uh, call me by your name. And he's yeah. like touching his shoulders and somebody was like, he's just tenderizing his meal. <laughs> Where yeah. is the lie? It's like salt and pepper and shit. <laughs> Some freaky I, shit, girl. I, 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 I am speechless. I don't even know what to say to what I just heard. You all know about this, this it, it's, I it's, did not know about so any of that. Stuff. I'm surprised I hadn't even ran across it. How did I miss you, all you that? You need to get on Twitter and like actually go through what's going See, on. Twitter's that's just, where I've been seeing all this stuff. But Twitter's um, it's insane. I, I actually deleted my Twitter because it was so much. It is. It was it, so much. I was like, you know what? I just need to go back down just to Instagram. Just leave it at that. <laughs> but even that's where I found out, like, where, where all this is happening. It's just, girl, it's a You're mess. like, you went back to Zanga. <laughs> I, I went back to my MySpace profile. <laughs> you know, there was a surge in, now that you bring it up, there was a surge in people reactivating their MySpace after the whole thing with, um, uh, 45's tweets being censored and, 
you know, Facebook censoring and deleting blah, blah, blah. So like you had, uh, I was reading, there was a large search of, um, MySpace and a lot of people can't remember like their email or anything like that. And even to, um, if you have, if you can't remember your, your email, your password, but you have your email, it takes about, uh, two to five days for somebody personally to email you back from MySpace and be like, mm. here's the link. Uh, Cause I did it. <laughs> Tom, God. Tom himself emailed you, Bruce. <laughs> oh my God. He's, he's on his laptop like, here, let me get you your email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's probably what it was. <laughs> oh, Whereas Tom, what is he doing now? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a, um, a new segment. We have two new segments that we're going to try and see where it goes. It's probably okay. going to last like a week or two. But anyways, the, the two <laughs> new segments are the reality report where I will talk about all things reality. I was going to call it the Bravo report because I watch a lot of Bravo. But then I thought the reality because there's reality shows on TLC, you know, like 90 Day Fiance and Love After yeah. Lockup on Wii. And then so I just called it the reality report. So um, the reality report since it's our first time with this one and I just thought of it like an hour before we record it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We only have two things. So um, for those of you who like the real housewives, real housewives of Miami is coming back. It was canceled about eight years ago um, after low ratings and they're bringing it back. They're looking for a very diverse cast. So they want women from all racial backgrounds is what they're saying. So they want it to really be, not like one sided as far as like the cast. Usually they're either all black or all white, or then there's some where it's like a little bit of mix. And so this one, they want to talk to everybody, they said. And um, they're casting now. So they're almost done. They said they have most of the cast, but they're still looking for some more people. And I'm assuming if they get that cast, they may start filming sometime at the late part of this year or sometime next year. Um, So that's coming back. New Jersey is also back on TV. Um, The trailer was wild and um, it's going to be out February 17th. I think the new, uh, I think it's season 11 of Real Housewives of New Jersey. And that's all I have for the reality report. Um, I did wanted to mention something. Even though I don't watch it, I feel like I would be interested in Miami um, because of the cast being so you know, diverse. having different variations and diverse. Yeah. And I so would I hope that would be have interesting. Like a good Cuban, Puerto yeah. Rican cast, I would assume, because <laughs> mm-hmm. usually they try to represent the city that they're in. Right. And so that's what I, I was going to say. You can't really represent only a part of Miami. Like it's so diverse. Yeah. Our other new segment, I just thought of this and then I, I, I kind of gave it to Bruce because I said he's like the one to do this. Um, the drag race report and then like, you know, so Bruce is going to hold this. This is going to be his. I gave it to him. Oh, we birthed so it and I gave it to him. Yeah. He adopted this new little thing. So it's going to be, um, it. it's like a foster kid, but whatever. Well, <laughs> okay. There, there's nothing wrong with foster kids. You? We just want to say PSA. Bruce, come on. <laughs> this is going to be Bruce's new thing. While the drag race, if any drag race is on TV, then this is going to be here in the episode. I'm going to let Bruce take this one over. But I will say that I am going to find a way that we can like make a jingle or something out of this. Yeah. Because I feel like we should have. I'm already thinking of. Yeah. Like I could have some girl like, or or, or I could do it. You'd be like, ooh, girl. You know, every time like. (laughs) Okay, that's good, Stan. (laughs) Isolate that. (laughs) It's like, ooh, girl. And then we have like a card. Like it's like, you know, like a driver. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. But, Keep uh, it. You know, we got to think about it. So, Bruce, um, here's your new segment. I know you don't have time to prepare, but go ahead and take over. It's fine. Because like I said, I don't or as the late Chishi the Bane used to say, you don't have to get ready. Stay ready. So, um, yes. <laughs> the Drag Race Report. <laughs> um, yeah. So did you guys watch? Bruce. Well, first of all, did you guys watch? I just I did. did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I kind of <laughs> had to rewatch it too. So, um, what did you guys think? The, um, like, so the well, category was seventies, uh, I disco. Love the disco. So yes. this was like my favorite episode ever. Cause you I know, love disco music. Ms. RuPaul loves disco too. And, um, what was it in the mini challenge? What was it? 
It was, um, oh, it was uh, modeling outfits in front of a wallpaper. Oh, wallpaper. So oh, that's right. Make yes. sure that you don't get lost. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry. I mean to. So, what do you guys think? That? <laughs> I actually thought that Gottmik, uh, Candy, and Tina actually did pretty good. I really liked the outfit that Gottmik was wearing, and I thought she was modeling it pretty well. Um, I don't know what. Like, I really love her, but Yurika, what was she doing? She was running around, like, Sia covering her eyes. And she was, like, going off the stage. I'm like, girl, get back in the moment. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> she beats to her own drum. <laughs> I love her. But I, I do love her fashion. She's she's awesome. Um, Yeah, so we... Those were pretty good. I thought that... um you got Mick and Tina Burner and um, Candy, whatever. Candy. They were trying to stand. They were trying to start <laughs> the Mean Girls, and or whatever. And so we're like, we know where that goes, and I think it's against the rules to form uh, cliques, anyways. So, um, or is it? I think they, I yeah, know. they changed it after. Um, they changed the format after Detox, Roxy, or Alaska Talks or whatever. So yeah. after that, they they said that the girls were not allowed to form alliances, quote unquote. So because also on the, on season four, you remember it was the Heathers and the Boogers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, like, who the fuck is Heather? <laughs> um, and um, but yeah, so yeah, it was good. I I thought. It was, you know, musicals, whatever. It's fine. Uh, dancing. I thought that on the dancing chat or because it was a two dancers. I honestly think that Elliot with three K's, as people call him, um, <laughs> did that actually did good than Rose. So, yeah, actually, I'm um, going back to the whole um, click thing. <laughs> to me, those three girls look more like the Sanderson's was sisters you know (laughs) (laughs) like tina being winnie gomic being sarah (laughs) and candy being mary but i mean (laughs) going back to what i what i really loved about this episode was just the history of of disco and what it was because disco was actually an, an underground movement from blacks, Latinx, and gays. And then when it finally hit um, the mainstream with the John Travolters and the, and the Bee Gees and yada, 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 um, that's when they got <clears throat> that pushback because it was as uh, popular as baseball, as you know, th- threatening the white male ego. So um, I think this was an important um, uh, story to tell. Uh, because so many beautiful things came out of uh, disco, such as, you know, club music, fashion. House music um, came from this. Oh, yeah. Yes. House music is, you know, I wouldn't be able to rave, you know, <laughs> if, if, if it wasn't for disco. So um, it, it was a great story to tell. And I, and I really appreciated it. With that being said, the first group being that started was a mess. It was a mess, <laughs> with, 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 which was Gottmik, uh, Tina and... Um, What's her name? Candy. Yeah. <clears throat> that was, uh, that I was just confused. Yeah. And to be was, honest, the whole thing was confusing. I, I mean, feel like their group had a, there were, there was no cohesiveness because nobody took the lead because right. I feel like everyone in the group is kind of like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll follow you guys, but I'll still do my own thing. And there, there's not going to be conflict about it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Like we all agree that this is what it's going to be. So there was really no cohesiveness. It was, it was definitely an odd group, but um, I feel like I'm tired of seeing ketchup and mustard from Tina Burner. Let's just say what it I is. Agree. Like, I'm tired yeah. of it. Like, well, yeah, it was watching like the Sanderson sisters going on the vacuum cleaners. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. didn't know what they were doing, you know? Yeah. And uh. <laughs> stop it, Stan. <laughs> yeah. really, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I didn't do anything. <laughs> You really that was for both of you guys. So. Though. That was that was for both of you because you both you gave me double shade no, and I couldn't even. I definitely agree with you. Um, Tina's runway look with the whole little black dress with the with the, the ketchup and mustard uh, yeah. handprints on her tits, and then like the little drips. There was a little drip down the center of the dress that made it look like a penis, like a little Simpson penis. 
No. Yeah, it, if you go back and watch it, it just yeah. looks really weird. And then her wigs are so small for her. Yes. Like, and they're really nappy. Like, like not what they just look. They just like look like not, they haven't been washed for a yeah, few times. Like, yeah, oh, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. it, it. She's not polished enough. And then she's her not polished, eyeshadow yeah. looks like she's been going to Ash Wednesday and. You know, just <laughs> Ash Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked her at first, but I, to me, Tina's fading. So um, I feel like, to your point, she doesn't know her proportions too well. I agree. Be- yeah. Um, you know, <clears throat> she's tall, and it's just there's just she has really skinny legs, mm-hmm. and I think. If she was to study her proportions a little bit better, she would look better. But yes, her wigs look like they don't fit her well. And even uh, Michelle said yesterday, um, you know, your wig, start wearing something that's going to compliment you. And so, yeah. which is kind of hard to compliment something like that, but whatever, yeah. you know, miracles happen what did once you think in a while. About, if you what believe. did you think about <laughs> Denali and uh, Rosé? Um, I thought they were good. Um I definitely think Denali did better than Rosé, yeah. obviously. So, but that was expected. Uh, and was I shook that she didn't win? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, again, it's the wigs, dude. Yeah, like, like the wig like, that. It, it's the wig that Denali and Rosé was wearing. Mm-hmm. They, they just don't. It was like Alaska to you know back in season season five when when she right. wasn't polished you know yeah. it was it, it's just that it's like girl just wash your wig you know and that's what it comes like, down to like um <laughs> just wash your wig wash your wigs hashtag wash your wig that's gonna be the name of this episode actually wash your, <laughs> this um, is our it's episode like, um did you watch uh with naomi smalls i think they were doing the uh the Las Vegas residency thing. Yes, I forget the name of it. Yes. And I think Naomi Small says, go brush your hair, bitch. So from now on, <laughs> the new dismissal, <laughs> the new dismissal is going to be like, go wash your hair, bitch. That oh, was your wig, episode. your wig. Yeah. That was this episode. And Candy, when she did whatever she did with <laughs> that blonde wig hair, with bitch. the trains. <laughs> yeah, go brush your hair, bitch. Go brush your hair. So yeah, does anyone uh, go wash your hair, your, go wash your wig or go wash your hair, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the people that I, I I do think killed it was again Elliot and um, I think Olivia did. Olivia awesome. did great. Oh my god, yeah, yeah yes. she was, was amazing. Yeah, well, you you've been quiet, Stan. I mean, you watched oh, the episode. I did, but I was listening. I agree. Well, some like, like, you guys are shady. I can't keep up with the shade. I'm, like, but well, I think to your I point, did like Olivia. Olivia yes. was like she was my favorite. Look, the hair and the little purse, the little. Yeah. Mock of the Birkin. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, um, that was my favorite of the night. Who was, so it was Olivia and who was, um, was it Elliot? On the, on the top? Yeah. It was Olivia. It was, yeah. Olivia, Elliot, and, uh, who, who else was it? Was it Gottmik? No, it wasn't Gottmik. No, she was safe. Simone, uh, Oh, well, it was oh, it was uh, Denali. I think it was Denali. But my point being was that Olivia looked more put together. And so that's what they rated for her to win. Because um, like even the hair from when she was performing, she was wearing that fringy dress and the big, you know, hair. And it was just flowing yeah. like it was good hair. And then she comes out the dress that she was wearing. It was not as off the rack. It was off the rack and she just like beat it. At the Swami. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah. So the dress wasn't good, but the hair and the way how she presented it and the little bag, that's what kind of pushed it a little bit over the edge. So, but yeah. (laughs) I can just see Stan. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah. Uh, I think the one that kind of shocked me, to be honest with you, it was Got Mick. Yeah. Yeah. Her like, look was everything, dude. It was Bush. Her look full was on Bush. Like, <laughs> I was like, is, is, is she? Yeah. And it, he came out full, fully naked just with oh that. Oh, my gosh. And, um, 
that was that was that was a shocking look but you know people are going to be talking about it and it's probably going to become editorial or some shit like that because that's how fashion starts like um it's crazy now that kind of the tables have turned a little bit to where you know fashion designers are looking for the input on drag from drag queens um it's always been drag it's it kind of always has but before you know like if you were a drag queen you were looked down upon to where like Mm -hmm. like you were not even accepted in gay clubs like unless you were a studio 54 which yeah, it comes from eighty six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. To which this point, you know, they brought up Studio Fifty Four, and I, um, going back to what you were saying, Ivan, uh, I think just the whole, uh, you know, disco movement. I like disco, you know, um, that was interesting. So I actually learned a lot. F- from yesterday's episode. So that was good um, about the summer of 1979 here in Chicago, like in the middle of the White Sox game, they started burning the, you know, the vinyls. And I didn't know that. And I didn't know there was a, no, I didn't know. And I didn't know there was was a movement. That was the day disco died. And it was like, it started over a disgruntled radio DJ in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. His disco became so uh, mainstream where they were taking some of the rock stations off the air to replace them with disco. And this guy Mm -hmm. got fired because of that because they they replaced Mm -hmm. him. So he was upset. So he was telling people on the, I guess, one of his last shows to like come out and like burn your disco. The problem was they realized it wasn't just about disco. A lot of it was racist because a lot of the people bringing albums weren't really bringing yeah. disco albums. They were bringing any album right. that was yeah. black. So they were burning like the, the Temptations album, which they weren't disco, but they were they were burning like albums that were just generally R&B, anything that wasn't white. They right. were burning them. And so, yeah, that was like the whole girl. I, I, I love disco. I did a whole. And you know, like, the interesting part of it is that it was mm-hmm. done at the White Sox stadium which is on the south side of the city and so chicago you know it's the i mean it is divided you know north and south and so on the south side you will have although there is larger you know minorities and it's you know brown black um there's also white but the white is very racist and so it is still racist and so and the white socks are you know what when it happened there so it was like the perfect storm but what i wanted to mention on that like had that not happened house music would have not been born so because of that happening uh there was a there was a um where house music started here in chicago so it was also on the on the south side so that was kind of like the effect of that happening so in a way it was kind of good because disco actually never died you know like you can't kill a genre like there's just no way I don't feel like I could be wrong, but, um, yeah, that was, that was a really good episode. I liked it because it was informational and, you know, it was fun. So, yeah, it, it just really educates the younger generations about, um, the history, you know, besides Stonewall and whatnot, it's, it, it does a lot for our culture, you know, that we're more than just black white, Latinx, whatever, it, it, it was about unity, you know, right. and that was something that, 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 that really got, you know, the point to across for me. To bring up a point about of. references and knowing those references, I guess people are getting mad at Drag Race because they're like, we're not, how are we, like, you need to update your references or blah, blah, blah. Like, you need to, how are we going to know this? So, like, people are bitching about knowing about gay culture now. Yeah. Uh, to which me is, I don't know. It's, you need to know those references because you need to know where it came from. But I feel like in a, in a way, like people today are really not suffering as much as, you know, people in the eighties, seventies, where if you were gay, you know, like you were going to be bashed, you were going to be killed. If you be gay panic. Yeah. If you, if something happened in the hospital, you would be denied access just because of being gay you know you would not be rented to you would be basically what real life persecution is not these people who are like oh i can't post on facebook i'm being persecuted like no motherfucker these are real life situations that we went through or not necessarily went through but you know the experiences got lesser unfortunately there's still homophobia out there there's still like people who don't support it per se necessarily 
So we, you know, there's still a lot of work the left that's left to be done, but we're seeing kind of the entitlement from the younger generation of like, well, I've never really had to struggle and I don't care to know what happened because this is where I'm living right now. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think, I think that was great. And it just, it sucks that people are thinking this way now because it's not about reminiscing. It's just about remembering how far we've come and how far we still need to go. So. Yep. Preach. I digress. So sorry. I'll step off thank my you for your talk. TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for my TED talk or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. And which was you guys' favorite looks? Oh, well, I already said Olivia. Olivia? Yeah. What did you think of uh I like Simone's look because that hair is so in right now. Yeah. Like it's it's coming back. Because you know, like TLC did it. Um Yeah. I was surprised. You know, I, I, I hate it that she got saved because I kind of wanted them to talk to her. I wanted yeah. to hear her about like, you know, but she I was like, oh, that outfit just went to waste. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's the way that I felt in my awesome. head. Yeah. <laughs> she just had to leave. And I was like, damn it, I wanted to hear her story. Like yeah. I wanted just to see what they had to say about it, but I want to know what she uses on her body because her like, skin was glowing. It's probably cocoa uh, butter, girl. Is it cocoa butter? I don't know. A lot. We black people, we love cocoa butter. Like, I'm wearing cocoa butter right now. <laughs> so, like, you get the Vaseline cocoa butter from the store, like the cocoa butter uh-huh. Vaseline lotion. Cocoa butter does wonders for anybody with any kind of pigmentation in your skin. Oh my so, gosh. Like, yeah. She looked gorgeous. She's probably looking <laughs> yeah, Or she shea looked, butter, yeah. cocoa butter. I don't know. She's using something. It's probably cocoa butter though. And Lala's like, legs. Yes. In that little itty bitty dress. I, I thought it was hilarious because it's a little black dress and like it was running up her ass. Oh. But. <laughs> I love Lala though. Like she's like the perfect Lala mix. Is, yeah. Oh, she's like she's the hilarious. perfect mix of funny and just kind of serious in a way. She's I feel beautiful. Like, she's yeah. absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, my favorite look I think was probably Got Max though. Got Max? Like, yeah, yeah. This week was Got Max, but um, I thought what they told Utica. Um, was absolutely on point because <laughs> she she needs to pick and choose where right. she you know drops her little um, goofiness, which I think it's endearing, and I, she's actually one of my favorites. Yeah, um, but she needs to pick and choose when it's you know high fashion and you know when it's more of, of a serious look. But I think she looked great. Um, it did it get really lost because cool of her. Yeah, yeah I, I think she looked great, but the reference did get lost. You know, if maybe she walked down, took off her earring and presented it, you know, something like that, you know, I think, I don't, I don't think she would have looked like the Tin Man <laughs> you know, on The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I agree with what they they told her. She's, she's a great contender. I just feel like um, she's going to take it, but somehow, I mean, if you're in the game, you have to apply to those rules, right? Like, yeah. And it's hard to do it without losing a little bit of who you are. So um, we'll see what happens. I think I did wanted to bring up uh, Tamisha Iman. She talks about that she had a, what is it? A colostomy bag or she had a, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, no, was it a colostomy bag? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she hadn't told, apparently nobody knew because yesterday, like some of the Queens on Twitter were like shook. That she didn't tell him. And I don't know if she even told production, but I feel like she should have, they should know, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they knew or didn't they? You don't have to necessarily know. She just didn't want people to think that, you know, she was trying to she make She was using excuse. it as a crutch or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Which, at this point, <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and she said it herself. She's like, you know, I'm not using it as a woe me or anything like that. But if anything, it just, I mean, she's legendary, first of all. And, uh, She's been around for so long and it's, I I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to think that she's, you know, she's having that and she's still doing drag and she's still performing. So. Yeah. I don't know. I fell in love with her on last week's Untucked when she did the whole Nini Leaks thing. (laughs) I just, I just fell in love with her. I was like, you know what? Yes, I'm gonna buy your shoes now because uh, the Tamisha and Man uh, <laughs> sneakers uh, platform sneakers, high top platform sneakers. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I'll be rocking those here in LA, just so you guys know. But uh, yeah, dude, she she was everything, and I I really appreciated her her point of view and her um her uh, 
her drag. I mean, I, I thought she was great. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. Um, her look wasn't obviously as strong. It was just a little bit like, you know, it, it was just part of how the construction was. But um, definitely going to miss her input on things and just kind of she leveled things out, though, like even if she, like kind of the mood, like, no, this is how it is, you know, and yeah. well, she checked candy. Yeah, she checked candy. <laughs> I mean, she checked her out, it. like out of yeah. the clearance aisle. But uh, <laughs> so, um, she's just she's been spraying too much of the of the Jinx Monsoon delusional per- perfume from her season. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, convince yourself. It, it's just. It's just too much, girl. Like, and then her look this week, it was good, but I just saw it on Rose, you know, a few weeks ago, Mm -hmm. you know, and the uh, constant goes on reference mm -hmm. from what I think Gaga wore it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Well, I I don't think it was as strong because as we're saying, her her hair just kind of got a little too messy with her with the paint strokes that she was doing on, on her face. Mm-hmm. And I thought it just kind of got a little, a yeah, little messy. It, yeah. It was like watercolor, basically like crafty. Little, yeah. As it was crafty. Ross Matthews would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that was it. Um, who do you think now? Who's your top three as of now? Either one of you. Top three. <laughs> <laughs> It's too early. Do you have me. a top three, Stan? No, it's too early. It's too early. Yeah. Uh, for me, I yeah. have a top three. Yeah, are mine are mine are Utica, Simone, and Elliot with three Ks. I think it's gonna be Simone. Um, Mo, not funny. Simone, uh, probably Utica. Maybe I want to say Utica, but I feel like Got Mick. It's between, yeah, it's between, um, Got Mick and Utica. And if it's, you know, and the other one would probably be, um, I don't know about Lala. Like, I feel like she, she has everything, just her looks. She's kind of like a, a little bit almost like, um, Monet. Heidi. Or Heidi from 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 last season, Heidi in Closet, yes. where she has a personality and she was just like so lovable, but it's just not quite there. We'll see you in, in All Star Seven, though. You know, <laughs> yeah, for sure, she'll be there. <laughs> I mean, look at Heidi in the closet; she's doing good. So, and yeah, I love her. She's she's, <laughs> she's polishing up too. Yeah, she... and just one last thing about Rose's outfit with the whole ruffles, the whole gray ruffles thing. She looked what my Swiffer looks like after I just cleaned my living room. You know what I mean? It's like, girl, what are you doing? Stop. We just saw this on a, uh, we saw this tool stapled on a uh, blue blazer, you know, a few weeks ago too. I don't don't get it with her either. Like, I I don't get her. And she's kind of getting, yeah, I don't know. (sighs) I digress. <laughs> you digress. Yeah. We all digress. <laughs> well, I think this basically is the final lap for the this segment, the drag race report, I guess. And you have another segment, Stan? No. Um, you know how we always do things to mention, so check this out. Um, things you need to check out. Cardi B's album up. Or not album, single. Single. Up. So check it out and then go check out that little thing from that little rap group in New Jersey. Then you can do your own <laughs> comparisons. And um, Megan Thee Stallion, this video came out already, but I, this is my first time talking about it. You know the song that, kind of new song, Cry Baby? Well, the video is out now on, um, well, I, I don't know where, but it's on Apple Music for sure, but I don't know where else you can see it, probably everywhere. Um, also, Netflix, um, Bridgerton. Have you guys watched that yet, Bridgerton? Mm-mm. Okay, so to me, I've never really watched a full episode of Gossip Girl, but I've seen like (laughs) clips from Gossip Girl and it reminds me, I think it's similar to that. It's like it's like Gossip Girl, but in the 1800s. Um, But yeah, you know, it's rich socialites of London at the time in 1800s. These are wealthy families. Um, 
uh, one of the families, the Bridgerton family, uh, is the kind of the focus, and the girl is trying to get because you know back then they would marry off these women into other wealthy families to try to make sure that the woman was taken care of. So they would try to, so she dated a Duke and that's kind of like what she was doing, but then she was dating a prince at one point, but it was all about like keeping up this social class and marrying these people off. And um, that's all I want to say. Cause I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it is good. The first two episodes is kind of slow, but once you get to like episode two and a half, three, yeah, it starts to like pick up a little. So like five, I, I was like, like episode five. Oh, yo, you made it to episode five. <laughs> See, so <laughs> no, I skipped episode five. Oh, you skipped episode. Five. <laughs> Wait, no, what happened in episode you get five? To see the guys. I don't know. I just I just fast forwarded to see the guy's butt because oh he's God. hot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, he's fine. Yeah, yeah he's he's, he's fine, really dude. easy on the eyes. The Duke, yeah, right? Talking about the Duke. Uh, yeah, Roger Jean Page. That's his name. I didn't know what his name was. That's his name on the uh, on the. That on sounds the, like a drag queen uh, name, Roger yeah. Jean Page. Um, I can't it's remember. not. Yeah, it's not so exotic. And his real name is is more so Simon Bassett. <laughs> so, oh, so, like white yeah, dude. he's is he white? No, but no, no, he's not. No, he's, he's not. Um, no, and, but he, um, he's a man of color, but he is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, according to Ivan, you know, they got some fine man in the show. So watch Menzes's. it. Menzes's. Menzes's. <laughs> and you get to see Menzes's buttses. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, there's a lot of sex in that movie, too. I was a little um, like, okay, girl. Is it a movie down. or a show? A show. I just called oh, it a okay. movie because I've watched it back to back to back. So it felt like a really long movie. <laughs> it's like <laughs> 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> It was good. Though. Um, I guess we can wrap it up now. Our show's coming yeah. to an end. Or, do um, you have anything to say, or do you want it to add on anything, Ivan? Me? No. I mean, I mean, the other thing that that got released this uh, week was if you like Deep House or EDM, uh, Martin Garrix and Tovlo have a new mm. song called Pressure, and that shit goes. It's like deep bass. It's 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 dope. I'm writing it down. Yeah, Stan likes that kind of music. Yeah, no. Well, Tovlo's my queen. I mean, mean, she's underrated, but she's she's dope. (laughs) She is underrated. I I found her on accident through somebody on Instagram a long time ago, like two or three years ago. He was like her biggest fan, apparently. And so, like, I just listened to it because I got tired of him always talking about her. And so then I ended up liking it. So I was like, okay. I get it now. She, yeah, she yeah, she gets you. The song that got me was Disco Tits. <laughs> disco Tits? Oh yeah, Disco God. Tits. That shit's fucking it down. Just, it, that shit's but, fire. Like, you go to the EDC though, right? And stuff? I do. Oh I my do. God, and I'm I, in the EDC. Yeah? I haven't been in a while. My first one okay. was the last one they did in LA at the Coliseum in oh 2010. My God, when you trampled that woman. Yeah, and, and then that girl, oh God, the 15 year old overdose. <laughs> Yeah, and they trampled her. I think it, it was it, it was sad. It, it, oh. it was it was just awful. And LA was done, girl. They say go take your ass to now Vegas. I have to drive my ass to 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 Las Vegas, but it's 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 amazing. If I mean, I miss it so much. Um, I think my last one was maybe twenty eighteen. Oh, but, see, my yeah, last but, one was like twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah. What's the last thing you guys did on uh, twenty or twenty twenty? Did you guys go to any concerts before this whole quarantine? Yeah, my last concert it was Trixie Mattel, and I got to meet her. Uh, How was that? It was fun. Um, it was fun. She like signed. I have the Funko, the Trixie Mattel Funko, so she signed it, and I was wearing her perfume, and she's like, "Are you wearing plastic?" And I was just like, "Yeah," and she like gave me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm paying your bill. <laughs> Do you need my uh my cuff? Yeah, it's plastic. <laughs> um but that's the name of her perfume. It's actually it smells I like it. It smells good. Um it's decent. It's decent, but that was yeah. probably three weeks before shutdown. So that was the last thing I ever did. And it was it was fun. So what about you guys? That's cool. Or yeah. The last thing I, I or the last one I saw was was Tovlo and that shit was a party out in LA. It was it was so much fun, so much fun. And you stand? Oh, I don't think I can't remember. 
I don't think I did anything <laughs> right before. Like really? I tried to it was a good 2019. Night. I didn't go anywhere in 2019 as far as concerts. Yeah. The last concert I went to was 2017. And that was Lemonade. Uh, Lemonade. Oh, the that tour? was a good one. Yeah. That was the last time twice. I went to a concert. You know, so I, don't, I don't I only really go to concerts unless it's Britney or Beyonce. Like those are the only two people I, I pay money to see. I'll go to other concerts if they pay me to go or like somebody buys the <laughs> ticket. Like I'm just saying somebody bought me the ticket. I'll go. But if I'm paying my own money, I'm not paying for nobody unless it's Britney or Beyonce. Well, I, I don't know. Do you guys have that sponsorship with that dating site now? Maybe you guys can. Oh, like, my God. To- I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been breaking in all the pennies since then, too. Which, by the way, that's where I, I actually, you know, met my uh, boyfriend of three years. Just See, saying it, it works, guys. <laughs> like our, our little fake dating profile, like dating app works. <laughs> it works, you guys. Love. It, it works. God. <laughs> look at god um yeah no I, I was just gonna say hopefully this is over and we get to like go somewhere i have coachella tickets like they've been on hold this whole time oh, that's um, so cool. and so i this because this year i bought i bought i actually have vip uh, the package and it's been on hold and so i haven't canceled it um because i already canceled this year so it'll be 2022 probably but you know how iconic it's going to be like to do anything after the pandemic, like once things actually resume. So it's going to um, be crazy. I don't know. It'd be fun. Maybe we can go to like an EDC thing or something like that. So hopefully that'd be amazing. Ends. That would be fun. But I think I might quarantine for that. <laughs> 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 that whole year's going to be a mess. <laughs> so um, social media. Do you want to plug anything, Ivan? Do you have like a concert next week or like a book signing or like a a, 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 a slam session at the poetry? Well, my only fans is. Is it no, only fans or just for fans? <laughs> no, it's only fans. Only fans, um, okay. <laughs> no, but I, I honestly deleted all of my social media. The only thing that I have now is uh, my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to follow me, you guys can. I would be happy to just gain tens of fives of fans. So. <laughs> I am offended that you think we only have five people, sir. You're going to get at least 20. <laughs> my God. <laughs> and that's the last time we heard of Ivan. <laughs> she was dragged no. and scalped. <laughs> dragged, scalped, scanned. <laughs> no, but... Um, my uh, Instagram is, and then watch it bleep out. <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put my boys in the girl fucker. <laughs> it just like cuts to like your like singles uh, like, in, uh, commercials. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> do it, I dare you. I love it. No, I'm not gonna do this. So what is your handle? Like on the. <laughs> It's um Are you tired of swiping left and right? Are you tired of being hosted and ghosted? Then download the Played app. Played will match you with other singles who have also been played with. Their sophisticated and highly accurate algorithm is guaranteed to help you find singles, not only within your area, but around the world. So who knows? You might end up on a TV show or in another country. True love has no borders. Or shame. So stop feeling like a toy and start being the player of your own love story. Oh yeah. Use our code PRESS2 to receive one month free from your monthly subscription of $3.99. So remember to download Play and become part of the dating game. Ah. Then we are also on Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're not on Parlor or whatever. Um, so yeah, we're at Press Two Podcast. Um, so just write us there, comment, follow, whatever. Um, we are also on any other platform where you listen to your podcasts at, and there's also a hotline which nobody calls, but um, whatever, it's there if you need it. 
It's like that. It's like that family member that you know you don't really like, but then if you need a favor, you can call them and they'll be there because they're pushover. So the hotline's like that. And what is it, Stan? 832-390-0279. Again, that's 832-390-0279. And call me now. <laughs> yeah, and you know, there's no roaming charges, so I don't know why people aren't calling. Um anyway. Um, <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I hope you had fun. It was we really enjoyed having you. It was really fun and getting a little bit more perspective on things pop topics and drag race and so thanks again for coming thanks for, thanks for having us. me i appreciate thanks it for all yeah this and i'm sorry about that awful introduction i was sexually trying to make it worse but <sighs> you I know what if you are my friend bitch i would <laughs> <laughs> i don't know her <laughs> You freaking like Mariah carried me right now. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, no, uh, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Like what we do? Share this on your socials and tell everyone.